Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big, and you're listening to Music Mania. Get ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... ...lives on. We gonna bang your You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here is your host, Clint Schweitzer. Well, it is great to be back here hosting the Music Mania Podcast after a week absence. I've been on the road for a lot of the month of July, just got back from kind of a family vacation uh, down to the Smoky Mountains, um, hit a couple... Uh, locations going down to Tennessee, Georgia, a couple places like that. Really good time, but missed being back here in the studio, missed doing the interviews. I tell you what, it was great to be back, and we're going to come back with a bang because we have from the Dead Daisies bass player Marco Mendoza is going to be coming up here. Of course, Marco has done it all. He has been in Ted Nugent's band, Thin Lizzy, Lynch Mob, Blue Murder with John Sykes, White Snake with David Coverdale. I mean, Marco Mendoza is one of the best bass players in rock, uh, one of the great guys in rock. He's an outdoorsman, a hunting enthusiast, just a very outspoken, wonderful guy. He's coming up here, going to be talking about the Dead Daisies U.S. tour, which kicks off um, August 10th in Chicago. Uh, this is a band that's been solidified. They're, they're a super group. You talk about high octane, in your face rock and roll, the Dead Daisies. Their brand new album, uh, Make Some Noise, came out in uh, in 2016, and they just released a live album off that, Live and Louder. Check that out, thedeaddaisies.com. You can buy both of those. The live album comes with a DVD, kind of a documentary, making of. Just wonderful stuff. The Dead Daisies are old school. They do it like it should be done in rock. With Marco Mendoza on bass, you got Doug Aldrich on guitar, former White Snake, former Dio. Uh, of course, our good friend John Karabi um, on vocals former Motley Crue, former Rat, and David Lowy, Brian Titchy from Ozzy, from Foreigner on drums. This is just a band that's out there doing it the way it should be done. This live album's great. Their album, Make Some Noise, was tremendous. And it is going to be a huge pleasure to talk with Marco, a guy I've always admired uh, from back when he was, uh, you know, kind of knowing who he was back whenever he toured with Ted Nugent from uh, like 2000 to 2003. He was part of that nasty rhythm section with... Uh, Tommy Aldridge on drums. They also had Tommy Clufados on drums uh, during his tenure. Ted Nugent always plays with some of the best players. We're going to see what he thinks about Uncle Ted, about uh, shooting guns with Uncle Ted, about playing with Ted, about playing with White Snake, and what he's doing right now with the Dead Daisies, which to me is a band that must be supported uh, by American rock fans. They've been doing huge festivals uh, in Europe. They've done Grass Pop, Hellfest. They've been in Japan, sold out shows. They've really been a worldwide phenomenon. They opened for Kiss in America, but have not really gained that, uh, that footing in America. They're going to be doing that here on this 12-date tour coming up in America. They're going to be doing, I think, Sturgis, going to be doing Nashville, Atlanta, some of the major cities, uh, Vegas, L.A., they're going to be hitting those cities. If you're in those towns, you want to check this band out because the Dead Daisies, I can't say enough about them. I, I've championed these guys from the beginning. They've had a lot of moving parts. They've had a lot of different members, but right now they're very solidified with this current lineup. 
And we want to remind you to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, on YouTube. Certainly hit us up, Facebook and Twitter. We're always very active uh, on social media, and we love to hear your feedback. Thanks for hitting that download button um, on iTunes or, or uh, you know, watching, quote-unquote, watching, listening on YouTube. We appreciate it, and we want you to uh, do the same for uh, our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone. Guys, 2504 Northeast 57th Terrace in Gladstone. It is the place I grew up buying music, guys. It is still there, 22 years strong in Gladstone, Missouri. If you're in the area, CD Warehouse, that's the place to go. If you like that feel, if you like that atmosphere, an old school record store, they've got vinyl, CDs, used stuff, new stuff, trades, all available, DVDs, t-shirts, man, hit them up for sure. And uh, when we come back, we are going to be visiting with Mr. Marco Mendoza. Cannot wait for that. If you miss the experience and atmosphere of an old school record store, then visit CD Warehouse in Gladstone. Your one-stop shop for CDs, vinyl, t-shirts, and more. We just moved downstairs from our previous location, so visit us at 2504 Northeast 57th Terrace in Kansas City, Missouri. Or call 816-455-2130. CD Warehouse, 22 years strong in North Kansas City, Missouri. And don't forget, we buy, sell, and trade. Well, it's great to catch up with our blood brother, Marco Mendoza. Marco, welcome to the show. I know it's been a really big summer for you and a busy one for the da Daisies, hasn't it? It's been amazing. Actually, it's not only summer, the past three years since my involvement with, uh, with the Daisies. You sound like a Nugent, uh, a friend of Nugent. Uh, absolutely, aren't we all? <laughs> absolutely. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> uh, of, of course, man. I, I, I'm, I, I, Not only a follower, a friend, but a, a, an admirer, and uh, just you know that that cat inspires me to, to be the best I can in, in any, every possible way. You know, that, that, a very guitar player, a good friend, a great dad, husband, just a great human being. Man, I don't necessarily agree with him 100 percent in his delivery, but the message is definitely something that needs to be heard, uh, and we need more folks like like him. You know. It's, if I had something to say about anything or anybody, we need, if we had more people like Ted Nugent, I think the world would be a better place. That, that's there awesome. There you go. Hey, that's, that's, my, that's my moment with Ted, about Ted Nugent. That's funny. I, that I was just watching the, the full Blunt Old Nugent DVD the other day. Uh, there was some backstage oh, cool. stuff where you guys were uh, out shooting together, and I know you're a big outdoors guy. Even, and I assume that you were a big hunter and a, and a gun enthusiast before you were in Ted's band, go, probably going way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up, uh, you know, my father was uh, a, a veteran, BFW veteran, foreign wars. He was in WW2, and uh, and so, and he was an admirer and a collector of guns and, and a, a hunter from way back. Uh, and so I grew up uh, exposed to all that. Uh, you know, by the time I was eight, nine, I had my own rifle and guns, and, and I started sharpshooting, and I had a few 12s way back. So it was something that was uh, definitely part of... Uh, of my growing up, and, and I loved it, and I respected it, and, and uh, uh, you know, I became part of what I was. Once I started playing music, you know, that there's, uh, unfortunately, the, the two don't connect somewhere, you know? Sure. <laughs> so I kind of, so I kind of, it's a lifestyle and all that, and, um, and I kind of started getting away from it, so um, I still, every so often, got together with my dad, and we'd go hunting here and there, uh, but I got and my dad got busy, and then he uh, finally, like the past five years when he was around, he just couldn't go anywhere uh, hunting. So uh, that's what it was. It kind of kind of dissipated and kind of fell into the back burner. And, and then I started hanging out with, with Ted, with Nugent, and 
there it was again, boom, and it was a blast. And we had a blast. I have uh, I have a few a few trophies. I have uh, <clears throat> a, a few memories of hunting with them, lots of shots and video and all that. And, um, yeah, you know, I that's a topic that I sometimes because I live in California, it's very sensitive. And and what I say, it's it's. It's okay for people to feel how they feel. Just let me be who I am. I like to be who I am, and and that's it, you know. Um, but I haven't been hunting in quite a while, I have to say. Uh, my kids, my son, Max, is 10. He's very interested. I'm thinking about if I ever have a chance to kind of bring him to Ted's camp, you know. Yes, but, camp uh, for kids. Ted Nugent's camp for kids. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked about it. I talked to I I touched base with, with, with Uncle Ted. As often as I can, you know. My wife is, is close to Shemaine, uh, to his wife, and they talk. And <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, I really, I, I know my son will get a kick, man, out of going out there to, uh, you know, for Nuge's camp. Oh, that's that's amazing. And you talk, and, you... And, and, and I'm, I'm having, I'm playing on, I'm doing another, I'm playing another solo album, and uh, it looks like I'm going to ask him to play on it, and hopefully you will, like you did on my first one. So, yeah, man, <clears throat> blood brother, absolutely. And well, I, and uh, and I carry that uh, proudly, man. Good. That's but to that... have somebody like Ted Nugent to consider me a blood brother it means a lot to me. And, it's all good, man. Well, Let's talk about the Dead Daisies, well, bro. Let's, man, because I was getting ready to say, I'm a blood brother of the Dead Daisies. We've had John Karabi on this show twice. You talk about this three-year run that you've been on. This lineup is solidified. You just released uh, your live album, Live and Louder, uh, in May. You just came off a string of dates. You're getting ready to come to America for 12 shows. This band has really taken off in ways that I don't think anyone could have imagined, but it's just got to be a rush right now for you guys. It is, it is. We're calling, uh, we're only doing 12 dates, and we added a few bike rallies here, there. I think we're doing, we're doing Sturges, and uh, for a specific info, this thing is moving and changing so much, uh, Clint, that uh, I tell everybody, just go to the website, because I'll the official info is right there when things are confirmed. Uh, you know, I think a few things were added as of a few days ago or last week. So uh, to get updated and firm info, go to thedeaddaisies.com. And, uh, but we originally started booking 12 dates for the U.S. And, uh, and we're calling it the Dirty Dozen, you know. And what we wanted to do, uh, as per management, uh, we wanted to play some key cities. We really didn't want to go out there and do a long run. We wanted to just have a presence this year in the U.S. because we're getting ready to do another studio album and say, hello, guys, this is who we are. We have Make Some Noise that got released last year with this lineup. We have Light and Ladder, that's uh, the live representation of that, a compilation of the Dead Daisy's work catalog. And uh, over the top, well, we were going into second and third printing. Uh, it's doing really, really well. Over the, uh, unexpected. But like you said, Clint, yeah, we... We are rushing a little bit, man. We, we're, uh, we're very proud. And the, the music business has changed so much, but you know. Yeah. That, that, that to put something, that, that to put an iron in the fire, if you will, and to have it be accepted and, uh, and, and looked at it as, as something that's really cool, that clicks. It's, it's satisfaction, absolutely. You get a pat on the back saying, you guys are doing good, keep going. So that's where we're getting our, our fuel and momentum and, and, and uh, motivation, you know? 
Well, and uh, we have a great team. You know, we do. It's a great band, you know, comprised of some great players, the cream of the crop. Uh, you know, uh, we have John Karabi, you know, John Karabi singing, and everybody knows John, everybody loves John, including me, that's why I called him. And, um, you know, Doug, Doug Aldrich, also him and I have worked so much on so many projects, spent a lot of time with Whitesnake. Amazing guitar player, great cat, you know, um, musician. Um, uh, he's got a lot of chops, a lot of experience. Brian, as a bass player, Brian Tishy being one of the you know uh, uh, quintessential drummers of our era, you know, um, to play with him is great. And then David Lowy, our founder, who is Mr. Riffmeister and keeps the whole thing together and motivated and pushing. He he he, uh, he really drives this thing like a like a, like a cool little oil, well oiled machine, you know. And so so we have all the components, and I'm I do what I do, you know. Um, been around for. I don't know, 300 years now. <laughs> At least. <laughs> it feels like it. But, uh, but I'm loving it, man. This this is, we do a lot of interviews, as you can imagine. And uh, and every so often, you know, I get asked, so if you could put a band together, you know, um, some of the big names, and yeah, we talk about the big names a lot, but this is not too far behind, man, because we have, we're all friends. We all get along. There's a lot of mutual respect. The common denominator here is to to try and create the best music, the best classic rock-based music, and to put on the best shows. We have great management. That's that's put a great team of social media cats there. They're doing an amazing job, uh, and uh, and we have a great label who's backing us up. You know, STV. Spitfire, uh, and uh, like that. And we have a lot of friends because all of us have been around for so long, Clint, that we have a lot of doors that we can knock on, if you will, you know? So uh, you put all those components together, and yeah, we're making a, we're trying to make a difference out there. And it, it's also, I've got to say this, it's also cats like you that are interested in, in finding out what the story's all about that keep keep the story out there and expose and, and, uh, and create a little bit of a buzz. So thank you thank well, for being interested. Well, this... Uh, sorry, the Dead Daisies represent something that, that I think is severely lacking in music today. You talk about just this high-octane, in-your-face rock music that you guys bring to the masses. You guys have done sold-out shows in Osaka and Tokyo. You've had big festivals, Hellfest and Grass Pop. But do you think it's harder in America? You talk about doing these 12 shows. Do you think it's harder to gain footing in America just as a rock band today in general? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're... we're uh, and, and we all know that. That's a known fact. It would be for me to... You know, I'd be lying if, if I said, no, it's just a matter. Uh, for whatever the reason, and we won't get into it, that's a whole different interview about the industry and what's happened. But, sure. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think what opens the door for us is the fact that we have the names in the band, in the lineup. And that makes, that creates a little bit of a buzz, but still, we are still a new band. We don't have, you know, we don't have, we have good music, I will say this, without sounding pretentious. We have good songs, we have good music, but we don't have the benefit of like 10 years ago or 20 years ago where the, you know, the, the labels would just pound <clears throat> the radio and create that buzz through uh, the sound waves out there. And then, uh, 
So what we have today is social media and people like you, which is why it's so important for us to, to do these interviews and stay out to stay, uh, uh, you know, relevant to what's going on today. And, uh, and word of mouth, the fans, you know, uh, that's why we decided to be so active in that, in that uh, media, and we are. Um, but uh, it is, it's hard because we've, in my opinion, I've been around long enough, we are spoiled in the U.S., Clint. Yeah. We have too much of everything, <laughs> including the entertainment you know, field. We have the best of the best of the best. We have the best festivals, the best shows, the best bands, the best venues, the best everything. And we're, we are a massive country by comparison to Europe or Japan or South America or whatever. So the numbers here are huge. Where you can go and, and play, you know, at, at, at download, which is, I don't know, 90, 80, 80, 90,000, 100,000 people, um, and get exposure. Here, you gotta come down and, you know, play three or 5,000 people, three or 5,000 attendance festivals or venues or whatever. That's just how it is. We've been very lucky that we've been invited to go and, and tour with Def Leppard, with Bad Company, with Linda Skinner, with Kiss. But what's going on here is that we decided to open up and to headline ourselves to kind of have a, to kind of have, <clears throat> you know, create a bus everywhere else and bring it to the U.S., bring it home, to kind of create our own fan base from the bottom up, you know, so... That's the idea, and so far, tickets are doing really well, and, uh, you know, we want to invite out there everybody. If you like, you know, like you say, no-nonsense, freaking electric, powerful, classic rock songs with a bunch of cats having a good time on stage, uh, this is a show for you, so come out and, uh, and support it, you know. The other thing, the other reality is... This is a medium that's kind of disappearing. It's all about the fans. If the fans don't support it, eventually it's going to go away. And we don't want that, do we, Clint? Absolutely not. We don't want <laughs> so, so, you know, all the support, and it does make a difference. Word of mouth, social media, and all your circles, please get out there. I'm talking to your listeners. Just get out there and talk about it. Check it out. There's some downloads. There's some cool stuff that you can stay in touch with. There's some uh, uh, fan club things that you can uh, sign up for and uh, so let's create a buzz and, and, and let's show up and have a good time well, that's, no, you know that's what it's all about in a nutshell and let's not forget you guys just hit a million views on uh, your cover of American Band so that that's another yeah. medium YouTube's so huge you know and that's a million views for you guys that's another big deal yeah it is we uh, you know we represent uh, we represent that era man that uh, that time in and space and music where things were very cool. We're, we're all big fans of Grand Funk Railroad, like huge fans, all of us. And I think, because we all, we all you know, we all come from the same century. <laughs> and uh, uh, so the first time we got together and we got into the studio, we started talking and comparing those of, you know, who we like and who we listened to, who inspired us. And Grand Funk Railroad kept coming up, kept coming up, kept coming up. And, and we had a blast. So we wanted to um, pay tribute to the guys, you know. I'm, a big, I'm still a big fan. Uh, working with Nugent, we, I had the chance of uh, us meeting the guys face-to-face and uh, without Mark Farner, unfortunately. But, 
guys were kicking butt, man. And 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 the bottom line, man, when all's been said and done, it's about the songs. The songs are very strong, and uh, they sound amazing. Um, so we decided to grab something. This whole thing started. We went to. We did a. Uh, we did uh, some USO shows in uh, South Korea. We got invited and we went down there, and we wanted to include a couple of songs that represent Americana, you know, Amer America, if you will. And um, and so, um, "Sweet Home Alabama" was one of the songs, and we're an American band from Grand Funk was the other one. And man, you go down there and the troops haven't, you know, they have they've been away from home for a year or so, sometimes longer. They're all kids, you know, and we start with the songs and they go bananas. So, for the 4th of July, we wanted to pay tribute to uh, what that all represents and freedom and, uh, you know, the pride that, uh, that some of our forefathers have, pay, have paid to, to, for us to live in a beautiful country like the U.S. of A., you know. And so, we put it out there and, and great response. Yeah, man, you know, it's all good. It's all good. We're, we're having a blast. I'll tell you this, Clint. We, we all love what we do. Yeah. We all love we all love playing music. Not you know nobody's going to stop. This is something that it's in our blood. It's 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 in our DNA. This is what we do for a living, and uh, we're going to continue until we can't. And right now, the Dead Daisies represents that. You know, it's it's a, it's a good time for all of us to have a, a vehicle like that to make a difference out there, and, and we're doing it. And as a group, um, you know, I couldn't uh, I couldn't think of a better bunch of guys, man. A lot of talent, a lot of yeah. talent, and a lot of credits, a lot of years of experience, and, and when you have that, you know, and then you put it together with great management, um, it's all... Uh, it's all butter, you know? Well, of all you've done, Mark Marco Mendoza, you've done from Whitesnake to Thin Lizzy to Ted Nugent to Lynch Mob, of all the things you've done, is this is this the most gratifying for you personally? Because it seems like you're having more fun now than you've ever had. I, it looks like, a, you know, I will say this. Um, definitely playing with Nugent, a highlight in my career, absolutely. Definitely spending time with Whitesnake and David Curry to also highlight... And Thin Lizzy and Soul Circus and Dolores Reardon and Neil Sean and so on, Edgar Winter and there's so much stuff. Lynch Mob <clears throat> playing, you know, John Sykes doing five or six albums with John. Uh, I've been talking to him as well. Um, it's been a great, it's been a great journey. I mean, I, I can't compare. I always like to say that my favorite project is what I'm doing now. And so under those under, under that criteria right now, the Dead Daisies is definitely the highlight of my career right now for a lot of reasons, but uh, because it's what we're doing now. You know, music is like that. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I can't take, you know, credit away from the years that I spent with Nugent. I'm, I'm going, you know, working with Nugent and hanging out with him is, is going to rock and roll school, man. The stories, he's been around forever. He's seen it all, you know? And uh, so that was great. And then David Coverdale, another cat that's legendary. And so I am having a lot of fun now because I am in a different place in time right now in my career. I'm I'm a bit older, and that's a fact. Uh, I, I like to say that I'm a little wiser, and um, <laughs> and I feel very privileged, bro. Honestly, I feel very privileged. 
and dare I say blessed, but I am blessed. I'm very lucky to still be doing what I'm doing at uh, 85 years old, you know? Um, so, uh, did you catch up? Yeah, I was, I was say 85. I was like, I, th- I mean, I think that was, you're giving yourself a little too much credit there. I was like, a little older than 85, but we'll let it slide this time, you know? We'll let you stay with 85. <laughs> and the reaction I go, the reaction I go for it man but you don't look a day over 80 exactly <laughs> i think you're the youngest member of the dead daisies anyway so that you got the, maybe doug's a little younger i'm not sure but you're you're one of the yeah. younger ones of those you're john crabby's he's all i mean my god we, do we want to say how old he really is does he want that out there is he is he six zero well, yet you know you know I, I, I you know age and and years in my mind i joke about it because it's really uh, it, it has no, uh, it carries no weight in my mind. Age is all only relative to who you are and how you handle yourself. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just a number. I know it's, it sounds like a cliche, but it's true. It's just a number. And I've never felt younger. I've never felt better physically. I'm in the best place in my life. I, I take care of myself. I stopped drinking uh, and doing drugs 29 years ago. I'm I'm the sober guy, you know. And uh, and I feel very focused, and I feel very good, man. I'm very, very privileged. I have a great family, great wife, kids. My whole life is abundant, and I think that reflects on what I'm doing with the Dead Daisies because I'm a very fulfilled kind of person, you know? Very happy, bro. I love very. that. I'm so, so glad to hear uh, that. You... So management has kind of taken me and, 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 and allow me to be who I am here and, and maybe help the thing along and, and represent. So I love it. Uh, it's, what else can I tell you? It's, um, yeah, I, I, I'm embracing it and I'm having the time of my life. So right now, yes, it's my favorite project. <laughs> Absolutely. And I tell you that's what, guys. Not, that's the long, <laughs> long answer, Clint. And then that's a long answer. But like John would say, yes. <laughs> hey it's it's yeah he, he he does a few projects here and there himself you know but i tell you what yeah. the dead daisies.com that gets you all the days all the info and definitely order this live i'm live and louder it's not just a live album i mean i talked to john crabby about this and how this we were talking about kiss and how he bought kiss alive that was his one of his first albums i said you know what what the dead daisies do is so similar to what bands did back then you release a studio album you release a live album and you tour relentlessly off of it no one does that anymore but that's what you guys are doing. Exactly. We are using, and that's the references that we all make when we first got into the studio. We wanted to celebrate the 70s and the 80s, how it was done back then, you know? Earn, and, and, the other, and, and another way uh, of putting it is we want to earn our, our stay here in, in rock and roll history. You know, we want to build our way up. Uh, and... Uh, uh, and we're doing everything possible to do it the way they used to do it then. The bands then, man, used to go out, write some songs, go out and tour, and it's, it, you can look it up, it's, it's true. They would write some songs, record the album, release it, go on tour, and then come back and then record the songs again, and the songs would improve because you got a chance to chop away and, and rearrange and, and, you know, uh, so that's what we're doing. And right now, the Dead Daisies, there's... Let's see. on Face I Love. Uh, there's five albums out there. So we wanted to... And dare I say, just great songs here, man. I honestly... And I've been with some pretty great bands. There's some great writing here. There's some great songs, great singing, great playing. Uh, and so we wanted to do to, to uh, document some of the live stuff because it's a live band as well. We have a great time on stage. 
sometimes a little bit goofy, <laughs> but we make you laugh, we make you think, you know, the content of the songs, the lyrics, John does an amazing job, and we all kick in when we help, you know, with the lyrics, but uh, the songs have have great meaning. We're not just, yeah, we have the songs, but let's just celebrate and have a great time and all that, but there's some great content, lyrically speaking, and melodically, there's some great playing. Uh, I couldn't be happier. This band is just great in every possible way. Uh, we can sort out little things here and there, you know, which we are doing. Uh, I think uh, next year should be a great, should be a great year for all of us. And 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 cats like you, man, don't stop, don't stop supporting because you are, you know, you're part of the vehicle, you're part of the journey, man, for for bands like us to stay out there on the map, you know. Uh, it's absolutely. Uh, you talk about it being so in thank your. Thank you, Clint. Oh, thank you. Huh? you. You talk about it being in your blood. It is equally as much in in, in the blood of people like me. That uh, and I'm just just one person. But the people that support this, this is what it's all about. This is what music's all about. The Dead Daisies represent that. You always have everything you've done. And I tell you, before I let you go, I got to hit you with this quick yeah. story because I know you live in California, but I, I hate to tell you, there was a Marco Mendoza imposter in Las Vegas. Um, as I was there about a year ago, uh, I met a guy uh-huh. who very Latin looking looked like a rocker i met him at this party he said yeah you might remember me from white snake and i was like marco mendoza it's kind of dark you know i couldn't quite and as i got into the light i realized it's not it's not you at all this guy was it was a marco mendoza imposter can you believe that oh you know uh it doesn't surprise me <laughs> social media is just so stupid this you know clint the reality is that this this business attracts a lot of great people a lot of good people a lot of sensitive and motivated and productive and positive energy. But it also attracts some of the cats that can't find their way in life, and this is a way for them to kind of get feel important. It's all it's happening all on social media. There's a lot of wacko stuff out there. It's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I can only say I'm flattered that somebody would think that, you know, whatever. Uh, and that's it. And good luck. I hope you, I hope you don't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I uh, and, and if you if you want to be Marco Mendoza, you pay my alimony for me, please. <laughs> yeah, start there. Well, I knew the guy was imposter when he'd never heard of uh, Blue Murder. I was like, okay, this has gone off the rails a little bit. When I got in the lines, like that's oh, wow. that's not him. That's a good one. That's a good test. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I was like, well, I was a big fan yeah, of that right. Blue Murder. Yeah. Well, Marco, I tell you what, there's only one you. There's only one uh, one. Thank goodness because uh, you're one of the best in the business, man. I always appreciated you, all your work. And I'll tell you what, you, let's hook up because I'm in Kansas City. You guys are uh, kind of you only doing 12 dates. I'm, I need to get to that Nashville show. So I'd, I'd love to meet up yeah. there say hello give you a handshake and uh say hello in person I would love to. so uh, once you're organizing with chip absolutely we will take care of you guys absolutely. hey that'd be great chip has been great to us he's the, oh. i tell you what's the best pr firm in the business best pr firm we work with by far is chipster man they do the, they do a great job absolutely. and you guys are always out there your instagram the pictures it just makes it look like you guys are having so much fun like fans love following that like you said it's so big and that that yeah. carries a lot of weight man and you guys are doing doing the lord's work out there man if you want to call yes, it that we are. yes sir amen because we are absolutely absolutely well, thanks so much hey and stay in touch i'm really looking forward to meeting you bro yeah we'll okay? see you we'll see you in nashville for sure man let's set that up and uh best of luck on this tour you guys are the best man let's catch up soon my man thank you sir Huge thanks to Marco Mendoza for joining us. That was, um, honestly, I enjoyed that interview about as much as I have any in recent memory. 
I've always been such a huge fan of his, everything he's done from Blue Murder. I love that band. He and John Sykes working together. Uh, Tommy Aldridge, one of the best drummers of all time. And of course, working uh, again with Tommy down the road and Ted Nugent and the things he's done with White Snake and the, the, the DVD Live in the Still of the Night. It's one of the best you know live recordings White Snake's ever done. And that was uh, with both Doug Aldrich and Marco Mendoza. Uh, always just playing with the best players. Now playing with Brian Titchy on drums. Of course, Doug Aldrich and this band, John Karabi, David Lowy. I love what the Dead Daisies are, what they represent. They're doing it the old-fashioned way. You got to support that. As a fan of music, as a fan of hard rock, you know you got to get out there and support that. Uh, Make some noise is the latest album from the Dead Daisies, and uh, Live and Louder just came out um, a couple months ago. The live album and uh, DVD. So make sure you get that thedeaddaisies.com, and you can visit uh, Marco Mendoza at his website, marcomendoza.com. And uh, on all the social medias, man, that's what it's all about these days. What a great time this was. I can't uh, thank Marco enough for joining us. can't thank you enough for listening, for supporting this podcast. Um, this is why I do it. I do it because I want to talk to these guys. I want to get these stories. I don't do this because I want to hear myself talk and uh, give my opinion on a lot of things because I think that there's enough people doing that. And for this, this is about hearing these musicians' stories, delving into what they do. I think that's what's important here on the Music Mania Podcast. I hold that very near and dear to my heart, and we thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time here on the Music Mania Podcast. Signing off, Clint Schweitzer. Thank you so much. <laughs>